Welcome to Steamy Stories. This daily podcast features the best developing authors of love stories, along with exotic journals of passionate and explicit human interaction. Our curators have selected stories each day, bringing a diverse collection of storylines. Some are historic, some are futuristic, but they all relate to the human quest of physical and emotional desires for sexual expression. We delve into the youthful discovery of sexuality. We chronicle the vast expressions of healthy affection and sex drive. We feature the creative ways that real people overcome life's adversities and limitations and still find sexual fulfillment. And we celebrate the successes of people who restore losses in their love life and go on living in a pleasurable and generous way. Balanced sexuality is essential to healthcare for body, soul, and spirit. Subscribe to Steamy Stories podcast in your mobile apps and browsers. And now, today's story. Santa Claus Sex Addict, Part 4 Chris Kringle Opens Up About His Sexless Marriage By C.B. Summers Listen to the podcast at Steamy Stories Stories Chris, she snapped, as if I was the biggest idiot in the world. Was I missing something? Mary always had a great mind for business, but I had a hard time following her sometimes. She calmed herself and said with exaggerated calmness, Okay Chris, we've talked about this before. I've always said, that's a stupid policy. Okay, it makes sense for minors. Parents wouldn't like us just sending stuff to kids who don't believe in you anymore. They have enough broken toys lying around the house as it is. But we're talking about adult women here. If we send them something they want, instead of something they asked for, well, who'd be upset? Who'd be hurt? Who'd complain? She could get so impatient with me sometimes. Okay, Mary, okay. I get the point. But if they don't ask for something, how do we know what to give them? They'd probably want clothes, but what sizes are these women? Who's going to take their measurements? I know who's naughty and who's nice, and all of their names, but not their bus sizes. Mary gave me an icy look. No, no, you don't understand what I'm getting at. We don't need to send them highly individualized gifts. We just need to come up with something that every woman wants. What every woman needs, something with that essential Christmas quality. What is it that we make here? Toys? Toys. Precisely. We don't make clothes. That's what parents give. Not Santa Claus. You give toys. You want to give toys to grown-up women? I asked. She smiled and stood. Her dress was not only low-cut, it was short too. Wow, she had some gorgeous gams. She was wearing high heels. I hadn't seen her in anything but sneakers since the 60s. Boy, they made her legs look great. And I don't think I'd seen such a gleeful expression on her face since Santa Claus the movie. She clapped her hands and the female elves turned the cranks again, raising the projection screen out of sight. Mary walked over to a large table I hadn't noticed before. I couldn't take my eyes off her ass. She'd been dressing so dowdy for so many years, I barely recognized her backside. She directed my attention to a table which was covered with a large draped piece of red silk. I could make out the lumps of maybe 20 or 30 objects under the material. She took a corner of the silk in her hand and looked at me. Chris, I want you to try to keep an open mind here. Uh, okay. I said. She whipped away the silk cloth, revealing a bunch of bizarre objects. I didn't know what I was looking at. 
But suddenly it dawned on me that a few of these items looked suspiciously like male genitalia. On closer inspection, some of them looked like female genitalia too. One of them was nothing but a big pair of disembodied breasts, painted with amazing realism. I also saw a large box next to the table that was unopened, but had pictures showing what was inside, a freakishly realistic female sex doll. Mary, I said. You, uh, want me to deliver these things as Christmas presents? Not these things, Chris. I bought these out of a catalog for research purposes. Research? I thought I misheard her. Well, I don't know which of these items are actually, you know, most effective. I've never actually used a sex toy. So we'll need to test them a bit and use the findings to design our own. We really only need one or two designs, manufactured here with the superior quality only we can achieve. But by restricting it to one or two models, you won't need to kill yourself remembering which present to give to which woman. You just need to make sure that you separate the children's toys from the women's toys. Besides, we only have a few months until Christmas so we need to assembly line these things to get them out in time. But maybe next year, if things go well, we could expand the line. By that time, my mind was officially blown. A hundred thoughts were whirling through my noggin. It was an insane idea, but it made a perverse kind of sense. And Mary's ass looked so luscious in that short red dress, her breasts were almost falling out of the top. I kept thinking, research? I wondered if she meant that she and I would do this research together. Gulp. That was really an exciting idea to me. Not just having sex with Mary, but having sex with this new, sexy, energized Mary. It could be just the thing to reinvigorate our sex life. That's the moment I drank the Kool-Aid. So. Okay. Research, yes, that sounds like a good plan, uh, how, uh, do you suggest this research thing would be, uh, accomplished? She smiled at me, relief transforming her often severe features. She threw her arms around me and kissed me on the lips, for a second. Oh Chris, I knew you'd get it. Don't worry, I have it all planned out. What are elves for, after all, but for working out this sort of thing? Elves? Shoot. But, Mary, the elves aren't human. If they tested these toys, well the results would be unreliable. She thought about that for a while. But the way the thought about it, so cutely, holding her elbow in her hand and tapping the tip of her nose with her finger, told me she had the answer to my question already in mind, but wanted to pretend she was thinking it up on the spot. Good question, Chris. Good question. You're not Santa Claus for nothing. I suppose. I suppose that since I'm the only woman on the North Pole, I'll have to test these toys myself. I smiled, that's a good idea, Mary. I'll be happy to help. Oh, you're too busy for that kind of thing. My elves can help me. But? It was a crushing disappointment. She saw the look on my face and realizing that I might call off the whole thing said, but of course, you'll need to look in from time to time. You know, observe. These toys will be used mostly by women for their own pleasure, so I need to see how well they work without a man in the room other than perhaps watching through a window or something. Yes, that would be good. We'll set up an observation room for you. But you shouldn't interrupt the tests. That wouldn't be scientific. It wasn't what I had in mind, and I could always call it off later, but the thought of watching her test these toys, well it was still pretty exciting. And she looked so happy, all I could do was give her a thumbs up sign. Later that week her tests began. But first, let me tell you a little about elves. 
Elves are magical, immortal creatures who have their own language, culture, and customs, most of which are a mystery to me. The elves of the North Pole were bound to me in ancient times by, well, maybe I don't need to go that far back. Suffice it to say that they are literally Santa's elves. They pretty much do my bidding, selflessly and eagerly. I have always had a joyful, loving heart, therefore so do they. You could say that they're linked somehow to my psyche, though not all of them. I've noticed over the centuries that a small percentage of female elves are more loyal to Mary than me. Perhaps the ancient forces that bound the elves to me made a provision for my future wife. But for whatever reason, Mary had complete command of a group of 30 female elves. The other 10,002 were mine. Still she put those 30 female elves to good use during her tests. When she first told me her plan I was worried how the elves might react, but I needn't have worried. Elves don't think like humans. Elves are about 4 feet tall, more or less, but aren't stocky like human little people. No, they are proportionally similar to humans, just smaller, but with disproportionately larger heads, hands and feet. Their fingers, in particular, are quite long and nimble, which makes them so good at toy making. They're ancient creatures, but if you saw one, you'd probably think they were in their 20s or 30s. In spite of their size, they don't look anything like children. Even those with youthful faces have something in their eyes that makes them feel ancient. They have long pointy ears, as you might already know, and slanty elfin eyes. Their bodies come in a variety of shapes, but all of them, no matter how fat or muscular, are really quite delicate and beautiful to behold. They have blue skin, of various shades and hues, ranging from snow white, to indigo blue. Some of them are almost green, but those ones are rare. Their skin sparkles, as if there are tiny flecks of glitter all over their bodies, but this glittery stuff is actually luminescent and appears to move about under the surface of their skin. They glow faintly in the dark, the glitter rippling with pale colors. It's kind of eerie to behold so I usually keep the factory brightly illuminated. Elves have long white hair, which they enjoy braiding up in various ways, based on ancient Celtic knot patterns, or maybe Celtic knots are based on elfin hair. I'm not sure which came first. It's really the only art I never taught them. Everything else, the factory, the toys, their clothing, those were all my designs. Left to their own devices, elves would go nude and live in holes in the ice, but they were happy to dress as I wanted them to and live in the village I designed for them. Back when I set those rules, I was a bit of a stick in the mud myself. I didn't like them walking around naked, probably because they were temptingly beautiful. Both male and female elves are quite sexy, I guess, in a weird alien way. Particularly, the females. So, from the very beginning, I made them wear silly red and green lederhosen with the big pointy shoes and jingling bells. I did this, essentially, to desexualize them and it worked. I'd pretty much stopped thinking about them as sexual beings long, long ago. Actually, I didn't know, or care to know, anything about the sex lives of elves. All I knew was that they didn't have babies very often. Maybe only one or two a year, more if the demand for toys was increasing. But after toy demand slowed down 20 years ago, the elves stopped reproducing entirely. Now the entire elf population were adults. That wasn't a problem. Accidents aside, they were immortal. It's difficult to befriend an elf. They are so eager to please, there's no back and forth with them. I thought my status as their eternal boss was an insurmountable social barrier between us. We understood each other's languages, but I really wasn't part of their personal world after closing time. I hear them whooping it up in their little village, having parties that I was never invited to and feeling generally left out. 
I guess that's why I befriended the reindeer. They're more open to conversation, though they enjoy talking about hay way too much, and I really don't like playing their reindeer games. They can get pretty competitive and mean. Well, you probably heard how they hazed Rudolph that time. And since Mary and I had drifted apart, I'd sort of gotten used to living a lonely life of isolation in which every year was the same as every other. Mary's sex toy experiment was a welcome change of pace. I could feel the energy spreading through the factory as word got out of what was going on. Mary set up a special test room on the fourth floor, where we used to make cowboy toys, before they went out of fashion. I tried to visit several times that first week, but Mary's elves told me the tests were only beginning and Mary was too shy to share the results just yet. But after my third attempt, I pulled rank and pretty much barged in. The elves apparently were prepared for that contingency, so they led me to a special viewing room that had been set up just for me, where I could watch the proceedings through a soundproof two-way mirror without Mary seeing me, hearing me, or even being aware of my presence. The room had a great big plush couch for me to sit in, and Mary's elves asked if I wanted any refreshments. I didn't even hear the question. My eyes were riveted by what I saw going on in the test room. Mary was naked, on her back, in a big fluffy bed, working a vibrating rubber cock in and out of her vagina. She was enjoying herself immensely. Three female elves, dressed in white robes, were sitting around her. One was taking notes in a little book. The other two were just watching, their heads cocked to the side with fascinated expressions on their faces. I got weak in the knees and sat down in the big overstuffed couch. I had a perfect view. I could see every detail of Mary's amazing body, she was only five or six feet away from me. I couldn't remember the last time I'd actually seen her totally naked in a room as brightly lit as this. We used to shower together a long time ago, but I'd forgotten how perfect her body was. Holy holly, she was hot. My cock, which had been virtually dormant for years, suddenly began to stir. I told the elves to leave me alone, and I just watched Mary please herself. She couldn't hear me, but I could hear every sound she made. Her gentle whimpers of pleasure were as beautiful as any Christmas carol ever written. My growing cock began pressing insistently against the fabric of my pants. I was wearing lederhosen that day, a tight pair that I'd grown a bit too fat to wear. After a while, I heard the fabric ripping, and my cock emerged, all 15 inches of it. It hadn't ripped through my pants in the longest time. I had a pretty powerful penis. I don't mean to brag. It's just a fact. I'm not sure if all demigods are thus blessed, but I am. Oh, it could be problematic from time to time. It's embarrassing to get an unexpected boner when you're wearing tight pants. But this time, at least, I wasn't in public. I was in a private room, with my beautiful sexy wife performing a porno just for me, and a handful of elves. I wrapped my fingers around my cock and let out a moan of pleasure. I hadn't masturbated in centuries. I'd done it a lot during the second century of my marriage to Mary, after she stopped sleeping with me. I'd never really enjoyed it. It just made me feel naughty, and you know how I hate naughtiness. But this, this was just too erotic to ignore. My hand was dry, but it felt good to rub it while looking at Mary's wonderful pussy. Her brilliant red pubic hair was dripping in her juices, as she worked the rubber cock in and out of her engorged vagina. The sex toy, I noticed, was only a third the size of my cock, but she seemed to enjoy it immensely. Perhaps that had been our problem all along. I was too big for her. It was a bit of a relief to finally figure out the reason for our unhappy sex life after all these centuries. One of Mary's female elves appeared at my side and said, Glad tidings, Santa.
I yelped in surprise and scrunched forward to cover my erection. Can I help you, Snowbell? Snowbell looked at me quizzically, would you like some lubricant, Santa? That doesn't look very pleasant. That was just about the last thing I ever expected to hear an elf say. But elves are very adaptable and eager to help. Snowbell looked down where I was hiding my cock, but of course it was much bigger than my hands. I wasn't hiding much. She said, I've been studying human sexuality for Mrs. Claus. I've read that human males often prefer lubricant when they masturbate. They don't excrete it like male elves. That was a bit more information than I really wanted to know about male elves. But she was right about humans, and since I was born human, that applied to me too. I looked at Mary again. She started really hammering her pussy with that dildo, and lord help me, I wanted to jerk off in the worst way. Okay, Snowbell. That would be nice. She nodded, but instead of running off to fetch some petroleum jelly, as I thought she'd do, she reached out and lifted my hands off my cock. Please, Santa, lean back and relax. I did, though it seemed weird to be exposing my naked cock to a female elf. Male elves sometimes helped me bathe, you know, washing my back and handing me towels. There was nothing sexual in that. But Snowbell, she was really quite pretty. Although small and pure of heart, there was nothing childlike about her. She looked like a beautiful, miniature woman with pale aqua blue skin. The tiny magical glitters in her flesh had a distinct magenta hue to them. I'd never noticed before. It was quite enchanting. She was wearing one of the furry, white robes that Mary dressed all her elves in. It was loosely belted around her narrow waist and exposing quite a lot of cleavage. Wow. Snowbell had pretty nice boobs, for an elf. They were about the size of baseballs. Although small, they were firm and round, very womanly. After I sat back in the couch, and my big cock was standing up straight in front of little Snowbell, she looked at it with interest, perhaps even more than interest. If I may say, Santa, your penis is quite impressive. Well, thanks. I said. Snowbell reached through the slit of her robe and between her legs. Before I knew what was happening, she brought her hand out, dripping with her own vaginal juices and spread it on my cock with the long, agile fingers of her right hand. I hadn't felt anybody touch my cock in so long that instead of shooing her away, I just froze in lust and let her stroke me. It was an utterly unexpected pleasure. She spread the juices all over, top to bottom, taking her time and being thorough, which is the elf way. I felt a tingling in my cock that was unlike anything I'd ever experienced before. She took her hand off me and said, Okay, Santa, that should do. Are you sure? I asked, breathlessly, wanting her to touch me again. I felt so naughty. Would you like a bit more lubricant, Santa? I noticed how pretty her ancient eyes were. She had emerald green corneas, flecked with a rainbow of jagged little sparkles, and her pupils were quite large. Yes, that would be nice, Snowbell. She reached down again, this time opening her robe enough that I could see her long elfin pussy. I'd seen naked elves a long time ago, but I'd never really looked at them as closely as I did now. Snowbell's pussy was like a work of art. A beautiful little sculpture which was more perfect than the most exquisite human vagina in history. It was longer and larger, proportional to her body, than I expected. There was a small puff of fluffy white fur above her well-defined clitoris. She delicately spread the glittery lips with her fingers, and a shimmering drop of liquid fell into her palm, like a dewdrop. It broke apart only after she squeezed it between her palms. Then she spread it on my cock, and this time I definitely felt a tingling sensation that could only have been caused by elf magic.
She spread it all over, looking up at the breathless expression of pleasure on my face. Does this feel good, Santa? Yes. I replied. Would you like me to keep doing this? Yes, if you don't mind. I admitted. I don't mind at all. It's quite enjoyable, actually. She smiled. I was definitely being naughty. I knew I should stop her, but I was so horny. So I watched Snowbell's long fingers stroke my cock, my heart thumping in my chest at the sight of those sparkly blue fingers wrapped around my beautiful meaty shaft. I really hadn't thought about my cock in decades, but I had to admit, it was an impressive thing to look at. It was no wonder that Snowbell's eyes were filled with such intense interest. Then Mary began to have a huge, screaming, weeping orgasm, and my attention was drawn to her. I'd never heard her come like that before. Never. Even on our wedding night. Since the last time I looked, the two female elves who'd been observing her had moved in closer. Green Tree and Flicker were now kneeling on either side of Mary's legs, gently petting the inner flesh of her thighs. She had the dildo in one hand, but with the other hand she was fondling the naked elf that had been taking notes earlier. Jingle's little white robe was open, exposing her pretty blue body to my eager eyes. Mary began to squeeze and knead Jingle's modest, but beautiful breasts. I could tell the elf was enjoying the sensation immensely. The scene was intensely erotic, far more erotic than anything I'd ever seen or imagined in my life. Well, actually that's not true. I deliver presents to millions of homes around the world on Christmas Eve. I've stumbled into many strange situations, people having sex in front of their fireplace, even orgies around the Christmas tree. On more than one occasion a wife had mistaken me for her husband in a Santa suit and had tried to make out with me. Sometimes they were naked. But I'd always shown enough restraint to avert my eyes and make a quick escape. But this time, I just couldn't look away. Snowbell was stroking my cock with both hands. Although she had small hands, her fingers were long enough to wrap around my considerable girth. She was starting to grip me quite tightly. Elves are deceptively strong. Her pussy juices were so slippery and tingly, it felt almost like being inside Mary's vagina, but maybe even a little bit better, if memory served. Snowbell was smiling, really enjoying this. I began to moan uncontrollably and shots of pleasure made my whole body quiver. Then a few little spurts of precum came out of the tip much to Snowbell's delight. Oh, Santa. You must be enjoying this. Snowbell. I panted, breathlessly, Snowbell. I couldn't say anything but her name. But that really seemed to turn me on, and it seemed to turn Snowbell on too because she began to moan a little and started rubbing her crotch against the couch between my legs. Her little white robe came undone, and the front opened up enough for me to see her pretty belly button and little flashes of her dark blue nipples. They were transparent, like little blue gumdrops. Oh, fuck. Snowbell was such a sexy little elf. After a while, I looked at Mary again. She wasn't holding the dildo anymore. Green Tree was holding it now and pushing it in and out of her, while Flicker was fingering her clitoris expertly. Jingle was now sucking one of Mary's nipples with her lips and pinching her other nipple with long those long elfin fingers. Damn, those three little elves were sexy too, almost as sexy as Snowbell. Their little asses, so shapely, so blue, so glittery. Mary's hands felt down Jingle's body, until they were between Jingle's delicate legs, then I saw Mary stick her thumb up into Jingle's vagina. I felt something shooting up my cock at the sight. A small gush of precum flooded out of the tip as if my cock was a volcano. It rolled down over and into Snowbell's hands, 
mingling with her magical juices. Mary was definitely going on the naughty list for thumbfucking that elf. After a few minutes, Mary stopped screaming, her orgasm had become so powerful and prolonged that she could barely breathe. Her eyes were wide open, looking at the little elves between her legs and on her breasts. They were bringing her from orgasm to orgasm, as if they were playing her like a musical instrument. She looked like she was undergoing the most pleasant torture imaginable. The elves continued their relentless manipulation until Mary put out a quivering hand to stop them. She'd taken all she could take. When they stopped, Mary collapsed, with a long drawn-out laughing groan of joy and release. Snowbell was working like crazy to bring me to release as well. The tip of her blue tongue was out of her mouth, licking her pretty little lips, she was really turned on stroking my big cock. She was grinding her crotch against the front of the couch with great insistence and started having a little orgasm of her own. It wasn't as loud or ecstatic as Mary's but it was intense and intimate nonetheless. I had a sudden, but long overdue realization, am. I having sex with an elf. I am. After all these centuries, the unimaginable was happening. Santa was having sex with an elf. So was Mary. It was beyond naughty. I had to stop this, but I was unable to move. I was in Snowbell's power. I could feel my orgasm building deep inside my pelvis. It was a transcendent sensation, something I'd forgotten after so many years of bad sex and celibacy. And when it exploded, it nearly reached the ceiling and rained all over Snowbell, who laughed as if she were in a snowstorm. The long looping trails of my cum fell in her elaborate hairstyle, on her glittery turquoise face, across her long ears, and on her little aqua breasts, as she looked at my cock, her eyes full of wonder. Her powerful hands felt like they were drawing. The cum out of my deepest reservoirs. Her last upward stroke was so strong that a jet of semen shot five feet up in the air, before coming back down. She leaned back, opened her mouth and caught it all, as she might have caught a piece of popcorn thrown in the air. It was quite a feat my cum splashed into her little mouth, filling it up like a glass of milk. Then she swallowed it all down in one big gulp and looked at me happily, licking her lips. You taste just like eggnog, Santa. I didn't know that. Neither did I, I said breathlessly, amazed and astounded by the sheer naughtiness of what had just transpired. I thought, vaguely, that I should probably put my cock away and go pray for forgiveness or something. But instead I just lay there and looked at Mary's naked body and let Snowbell kiss my cock gently and stroke me until I started to grow hard again. She touched my balls, as if she were petting a little bunny. It felt amazing. I knew Snowbell would keep doing this until I told her to stop. That's the way elves are. Tireless, helpful, eager to please. Mary was snuggling green tree, flicker, and jingle against her large, perfect breasts, a smile as white as a river on her satisfied face. Green Tree and Flicker were gently rubbing Mary's pussy, not even using the dildo any longer, their fingers entwined in her red bush and dipping playfully into her wet flower. I felt an almost instantaneous surge of shame grip my heart. We were both fucking around with the elves in ways we'd never even imagined. It was wrong. Moreover, I was cheating on Mary, if having sex with an elf counts, and it probably does. I'd never thought I was capable of that sin. And if I was cheating, so was Mary, masturbating Jingle and letting Greentree and Flicker touch her pussy. It was just wrong all around. I sat up and snapped at Snowbell to stop. She looked at me, perplexed, her face still decorated with garlands of my cum. I said, I didn't mean to snap, Snowbell. But I have to go, business to attend to. Thank you very much for your help.
She smiled a beautiful, innocent, ancient smile, no, thank you Santa. Thank me? For what? For anointing me, she said, gently touching the cum in her hair. Her expression was almost religious. Good lord, what had I done? I ran out of the viewing room, holding my big cock up under my long coat so nobody would see it. My heart was filled with shame, but all I could think of was Snowbell's little aqua face covered with my cum. My cock throbbed for more. I was so hot and bothered, I had to jump into the fishing hole to cool down enough for my cock to soften. Later that night, Mary and I ate dinner together, as was customary. She looked beautiful, in a low-cut white gown and a lovely icicle necklace decorating her décolletage. She'd been dressing more attractively ever since I'd agreed to the sex toy tests. It was a welcome change, and I tried to flirt with her, but she showed no more interest in me sexually than before. I had no idea if she knew I'd watched her test earlier, but she acted as if everything were perfectly normal. She certainly didn't seem to know that I'd cheated on her with Snowbell. That was a relief. I had been intending to talk to Mary about the need to maintain boundaries between us and the elves, but the more I thought about it, the more hypocritical I felt. So I decided to let it go. Surely Mary must be as ashamed about what happened as I was. Also, I didn't want to have a fight. Seeing her naked for the first time in years had rekindled my interest in having sex with her. I tried to think of something to do, some present to give her that would earn my way back into her heart. But then I saw something in her eyes that bugged me. Happiness, real happiness. I hadn't seen that look since, actually, so long ago I couldn't even remember. It kind of pissed me off. She seemed to have derived more happiness from a simple sex toy than from Santa Claus. The little serving elves bustled about bringing food and drink. I found myself looking at them, searching for Snowbell's face. But these were my elves, not Mary's. Snowbell didn't work here. But some of these little elves were quite pretty. I'd known them for centuries, but I'd never really taken notice of their individual assets. One in particular, Icicle, really caught my eye. She was one of the rare green elves. She was a little taller and chubbier than the others, and I could see her extremely large breasts bouncing about inside the ridiculous uniform I designed so many years ago. It was such an unflattering costume. The warm red and green fabrics clashed terribly with her cool green skin tones. I imagined how much more attractive she'd look in Snowbell's white robe. Then I thought about how beautiful Snowbell looked in that fuzzy white robe Mary's elves wore. Um, I hummed under my breath. Did you say something, Chris? I suddenly felt bad for making the elves dress this way, even though they'd never once complained. Then I thought of a present to give Mary. It was perfect. Mary, what would you think about redesigning the elves' clothing? Everyone in the room stopped what they were doing and stared at me. I'm getting tired of these ugly old outfits. Maybe you'd be interested in giving the elves a makeover? Mary smiled, her face showing deep surprise. She'd asked for this a thousand times, and finally, I was giving in. She actually got a little choked up. Chris. I'd love to. The elves gave a little cheer. I guess they were pretty tired of their outfits too. I want you to have total control. All I ask is that you keep the jingle bells. Of course, she said, everyone loves the jingle bells. Bells. To be continued. By C.B. Summers for Literotica. Thanks for joining us for today's steamy story. Come back tomorrow for another tale of explicit romance and passion. We hope you've found pleasure in today's story.
Be sure to subscribe to Steamy Stories Podcast in your mobile podcasting app. Our podcast server and website also contains our full library of past episodes. Happy dreams.